Hello and welcome back to the Growing to Be Me podcast. I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. So as you might already know from the title, this is an interview basically with Savvy Care and I'm so excited for you to be listening to this. It's such an inspiring and motivational conversation for me all around self-love and Savvy's journey and mentoring and what people are craving at the moment. So I hope you love this episode as much as I do. And if you didn't know, you get a little free something when you leave me a review on iTunes. So if you hop over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and you leave a review on this podcast, send me a screenshot of it on Instagram and I will give you a little free something. So (laughs) that being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode and please find Sabi on Instagram and yeah, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Growing to Be Me podcast. I'm so happy to have you here and just give us a quick introduction of who you are and what you do, Sabi. Yes, thank you so much for having me. So my name's Sabi, Sabi Kerr. I'm a self-love coach, a voice for, for self-love, for feminine embodiment, for soulful business. And really all of my work is about bringing all of us to our lives and our businesses and embracing all of who we are and knowing that all parts of ourselves are, are so welcome. Oh, I love that so much. Well, I've joined uh, Quantum Creatrix and mm. I've done a few of your um, courses and packages on your website. And it's honestly just like, they're just so uplifting, but also you really take away the intimidating part of business. I find you make it so much more about the person and the creativity and the fun in it. Mm. And I just wonder like what, what inspired that and like what part on your journey how was it what was that like for you to build a business or how did you kind of um discover that it didn't have to be intimidating or was it intimidating for you I mean there are always moments up until now when things feel hard and intimidating I think that was just part of this journey (laughs) so yes those those parts are still there but I think me choosing to explore and to be quite creative and playful with my business has been really a conscious choice because it's like well if I'm choosing this path that's actually not an easy path right like being an entrepreneur starting your own thing creating something from scratch this is not the easy path It's way easier to be in a nine to five and to be told what to do and to have the stable income and the benefits and all of that. Like this is not an easy path at all. And so it's kind of like if I'm going to take this path, I get to do with it whatever I want. You know, like part of the reason why I'm doing this and why most of us are doing this is because we want the freedom to create our own rules. We want the the freedom to be able to work however the hell we want. Um, And so it's like remembering that because so often people leave their nine to five, start their business, and then they find themselves, they have to 
follow a rules again <laughs> and that totally goes against why they started it in the first place so for me it's about really remembering all of that mm-hmm. no absolutely so it's it's such a I, I could go on about this forever um <laughs> but th- there is like you said like there's always there's always a leveling happening so there's always like a wall that at some point you hit and that you have to crash through um and something that that was coming up for me right now was because self-love is such a broad topic and we can use it in so many different aspects of our lives mm. um in so many different ways i was wondering what does self-love mean to you and why why did you why did you not necessarily pick but how did you, how were you leaded to you know coaching about self-love and making that the thing that the message that you're spreading yeah and it's interesting because maybe i'll start in chronological order but it's interesting because um i still call myself a self-love coach and yes and yet i find myself using that term less and less (laughs) and I'm just I guess kind of hoping the general message of letting the fullness of yourself come through like that is still there whatever words I use like that's a really important part of whatever it is that I do um whether it's a course around business or whether it's a course that's more obviously a self-love one um but when I first came into coaching I didn't know what to call myself for a while um I think I was I think I called myself like a transformational coach or transformational life coach for a while. My, my first coaching certification was in like transformational coaching. So I was like, okay, let me just, let me just say that. Cause I, I didn't really, I just wanted to be able to help people navigate their lives and feel happier and more fulfilled and move through radical transformation. But I wasn't being really very specific with, with what or with how and the funny thing is I'm still actually not super specific right now (laughs) but what shifted what shifted was the more people I started to work with whether it was navigating their relationships or their work or how they felt about themselves the missing not the missing piece but the link between all of them was like whatever it was that they were moving through their business blocks their money blocks stuff in their relationship the self-love piece was always what like we came back to was always what needed like more exploration like how worthy they felt of the things that they were calling in how they felt in their skin in their body how they were using their voice, how they were expressing what they needed, how they were showing up and speaking their truth. Like these were the the elements that I realized I was coming back to again and again with a range of clients, regardless what the external goal was. The inner work was always around self-love. So I was kind of like, ah, okay. So just because you're struggling to be specific around the external goal that you help people with, Sabi, actually the, the field of work is, is all the same. 
you know, it's all self-love work. And I say this all the time, like everything is self-love work, really. Our businesses, like most people that have worked with me in, in business stuff will know that when I talk about business, like that is a big, that is self-love work. There is so much inner work that goes into working on our businesses. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a natural evolution of me working with people and realizing that whatever it was that they were wanting self-love had something to do with it mm. no absolutely I agree so much with that because I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in other people as well and you try to it's almost like when I started growing to be me for example I got so focused on just the the work the external work the I need to get a website I need to get this I need to get that I need to get this mm. that I completely neglected everything else I neglected the fun I neglected mm. myself I neglected myself I was turning down like like whole how do how do you say it um I was turning down things that were bringing me joy mm. great time to work on the physical stuff yeah and then one month I was kind of just forced to completely stop. And that was actually when things started to fall into place for me because I was out there having fun and actually going after the things that I wanted. Yeah. And it's so easy sometimes to get caught up, especially I find with um, social media, with comparison, like it's so easy to fall into the trap of, I need to hustle hard, hustle and grind hard and just get it all going before I can have fun I will be happy when I get there and we tell ourselves all of these things where all of these promises nearly that we give ourselves once I've done this once mm -hmm. I've achieved this <laughs> that's when I get to love myself that's when I get to chill out and have fun and do all of these amazing things that are going to make me feel amazing but when we get there we might actually completely have neglected the journey and actually enjoyed the journey yeah. and that's something that I've learned the last year so I really really hear all of what you're saying yeah yeah massively 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 it's so easy to get fixated on the the physical the tangible the the outward goals and actually and just taking like business as an example the thing that actually sells stuff anyway is our energy. And so when we think that we're like wasting time, <laughs> that we could be working on the business stuff to fill up our cups, to have fun, to, to tune back into who we are and what makes us feel good. That's not actually wasting time. That's a very important business activity <laughs> because then when we come back to the business and we, whatever it is that you do, jump on stories or write a post or send an email, like the energy with which you're then able to share that content is totally different. It's radically up-leveled and it's speaking in the energy that, that magnetizes people to you. And so we need to remember that. And that goes to every area of your life, not just business. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Oh, this is getting me all excited and inspired. <laughs> um, so there is a lot. Um, so you hear a lot about feminine and masculine. So like the, say like practical versus the flow and being in flow with things. 
what is kind of like your view on that and like in terms of balance because I I understand like a good balance is always it's always great because you want to be in flow but you also want to have the balance of actually doing the things on your to-do list um but what is what is your take on that like Mm, yeah I'm a massive one for bringing both pieces together and acknowledging that both are needed to be able to to live a life where that feels good but also you're moving forwards and getting things done you know and so the masculine just just for anyone that's isn't aware of these concepts masculine is um we're not talking about man and a woman but the energies that are within us all um, and so we all have masculine energy and feminine energy within us masculine it's the the parts of us that like structure that like to plan um that's maybe a little more kind of regimented is a bit more controlled um and the feminine is the part of us that, that likes to flow that is creative that is um like and <laughs> I'm not sure what word is coming out but I'm like moving my arms in a really like flowy way <laughs> um that feels juicy that feels easeful um and both are needed both are needed in our lives both are needed in in our business and if you're just in your masculine you might you know you might be just very very goal orientated very fixated on the outcome um you know super driven and motivated to get there but then as soon as you get there you're like on to the next thing now what's next um and there's no real like aliveness and juiciness and appreciation for for the journey um and when you're just in your feminine you might be just floating and flowy and feeling into where you're at in each moment but you might not actually ever get anything done <laughs> you know like especially if you have a business um it's all well and good just doing things intuitively all of the time and just flowing all of the time but to actually get things done like we need that structure and so i really love yeah like this divine integration of both where the masculine energy is there to provide the structure and the support that is required and the feminine energy can also be there to be the creative energy to be the the flowing like juicy this feels good energy and so i think when you bring them both together like that's that's where the magic is <laughs> absolutely i think it's so interesting because I found that in the cultures that I grew up in, it's it's so masculine and like it's it was near it's nearly like a shock to the system when some of us step out of that and realize oh we can balance both or we can you know live intuitively. So it's very it's very it's it's very um, kind of it's it's a little bit sad sometimes that we live in a culture that that is so masculine because we miss out on so 
so much of so much of the emotion of so much of the joy and creativity that we could be bringing into all of those things yeah, yeah. no 100 percent. like we've been taught that to to get ahead you have to push you have to like you have to keep going you have to have all of these big goals and you have to go on to the next one and to succeed like there is a certain way that and certain rules that and like that that's the view of of success that is acceptable mm-hmm. um, and that's not the only way yeah absolutely I, I always say I always say this like we live in a culture where unless you're exhausted or you've hit burnout you're not working hard enough mm. and uh, I've I've had burnouts I feel like nearly all of us have had burnouts where that's kind of been like a wake-up point of like oh wow like I don't actually want to feel this way and I see so many people are really kind of seeking help now and like guidance in terms of like coaches and mentors and Mm. safe spaces in order to find those places where someone can tell them you know there is another option like you don't have to drag yourself through life feeling like this yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and it's it's beautiful that these conversations are being had more and more so people know Mm. yeah absolutely so if you don't mind sharing um would you like to talk a little bit about the journey of like growing to be savvy like what Mm. has it been like to grow into yourself and yeah I'll just I'll just give it (laughs) I'll just just let you speak whatever comes up I like that question growing to be savvy Mm. (laughs) so I I like to see like our lives as a continual ever-evolving journey um and I look back at like an uh a past me and I, I have so much like love and compassion for the younger for the younger me that was doing the best that she could with what she had then um and I'm just feeling into what I feel called to share probably my probably my journey over like the last 10-15 years or so into what I do now has been because there there have been lots of themes um, over the last 10 years that are quite relevant to my work now, even though at the time I had no idea I was going to be doing work like this. Um, So when I was kind of at school or just coming to the end of school and having to decide um, like what I wanted to do (laughs) with life, with studies, I was quite conflicted because I was super academic at school. Um, But at the same time, I was really into dance. And I was like, oh, do I go to a like a proper university and do something academic? Or do I go to like a dance college and just like really give my energy and time to that? And I was like, I don't know, like, I kind of want to do both. And I think that's been a, a common theme throughout my life, just tuning into like the different parts of me right and we're we've been taught in society that we're one-dimensional and that's not true so many of us are multi-dimensional beings that have all of these different pieces within us that all want to be expressed and experienced 
And so I was kind of like, okay, um, I'm going to see if I can find a way to do both. <laughs> I went to a dance college for a year and had a really like a wonderful time dancing like eight hours a day. And um, then I went to university and studied economics, something totally different. Throughout that time, I was still dancing in the evenings and like a dance society at university and I was putting on loads of shows. So I was kind of like splitting my time still between um, studying something more academic and living out like my like letting the creativity move through me. After university, lots of my friends were going to um, the city to work in investment banks and I was just like that just doesn't feel like me <laughs> um I had a job offer um in a management like in management consulting um and I was like this just doesn't feel like me I part of me wants to experience and to try that out but I still want to dance essentially I spent um, like a year auditioning dancing um living living the like that lifestyle of going to auditions waking up doing that most days um and then the year after that I tried out management consulting so essentially I've been continuously feeling into like what what are the different parts of me that want to explore different routes um it's okay to not just stick to one thing throughout your whole life um I never wanted to regret not experiencing or trying something that my heart really wanted to explore in that moment um, so that's definitely been a recurring theme as well learned so much from that year dancing and auditioning like because it's a, it's a like it's a tough industry to be in <laughs> like constant rejection um but it definitely taught me so much um I then tried teaching, um, firstly in schools, I trained to be a primary school teacher. And that was me tuning into the part of me that was like, I, 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 I knew there was a teacher in me. I'd already taught dance um, for, for a little while, but I knew there was a teacher in me and I wanted to support and help people grow. And, and yeah, and so I tried that out. <laughs> and learned so much about and then after that I started to fall more into yoga and spirituality and self-development um, started teaching loads of yoga and set up a little small business on the side and really all the way up to coaching and what I do now I'd experienced, you know, a good chunk of my life where I was exploring and allowing myself to let the different parts of me be expressed. I was sharpening my, my skills in different areas. I was like, I've trained in so many different things. Um, and that all helps what I do now. I didn't know it then because I didn't know that I was going to be doing what I do now. Right. But it, all of that helps me be a better coach and I guess the some of the not the morals of the story but like the lessons from from this journey so far um that I would share for anyone that's listening is like you you get to explore you get to be curious and you get to try things out even if you don't know yet where they might lead 
even if you don't yet have the bigger picture view, you following your curiosity and what feels right in this moment can never let you down. Like you can never fail when you tune into that. And nothing you've done in the past is ever a waste. Like it is always helping you with what you do next. Um, and so, yeah. So I guess that's a little about growing, growing to be savvy, which is, yeah, really been about exploring the different pieces of me and let, letting myself be curious when it comes to what lights me up. Oh, wow. That's so, that's so inspiring. That's really, really inspiring because I feel like I am kind of right now in that exploring phase like so I can really relate to that um because I I I always kind of suppressed that curiosity um but now that I'm actually letting it shine it just feels so different and I've had so many conversations with people as well because I have changed my mind so many times about what I want to do in life um and I've got a degree that has nothing to do with what I'm doing now um but you know I, I do believe, and again, we're not taught this when we're in school, but you don't have to set your heart on one thing for the rest of your life. You get to explore as many jobs and as many things as you want. And I think that's such an important message because so many of us are mm. teenagers and they're forced to pick a path that they feel they have to carry for nearly their entire lives. So yeah thank you so much for sharing that hmm, you're so welcome you're <laughs> so welcome <laughs> is there anything that's coming up for you that you'd really that that you really feel called to share right now hmm let me tune in um, I almost just coming back to maybe what we said earlier um about about self-love and about about how much this work is a, like a multi-dimensional piece of work um and i say this all the time but i say this but like this work really pull out into every single part of your life you know, everywhere benefits when you bring the focus like in to doing things that make you feel good into like giving yourself permission to be who you really are, to expressing your voice, to learning how to um, tune into your desires and to speak up for yourself. Like this is not just like wishy-washy work. This shift how you show up in your relationships, this shifts if you have a business, like how you create and how you make content, how you make money. Um, it, it shifts absolutely everything. And so if there is, if anyone is feeling stuck or blocked or unsure about parts of their lives, um, doing this work around self-love and worthiness is always like a great place to start because <laughs> it opens up things that you maybe didn't even know were closed 
Absolutely. I, I, it's so, um, I remember when I started like my journey of like self-love, it's, it's so, it's so eye-opening when you realize that like, it's all in here. It's like, mm -hmm. it all starts with you. It's so easy to be like, oh, I blame this, I blame that. And like, this isn't going my way. But once you actually turn inwards and you uncover those layers, it, it's such a, such an awakening journey and it's like you say it's so multi-dimensional literally you affect everything because mm -hmm. it's your life yeah absolutely <laughs> right um i would love for you to speak a little bit about release your radiance because yeah. like it just sounds like such a such an incredible is it eight weeks yeah eight yeah. weeks and i'd love for you to speak a little bit about that on here yeah so it's um, my kind of my signature program that brings together all of the foundations of my work essentially and so the the idea is like once you've released and like unleashed the radiance that's within you you're able to shine a really bright light into the world into your life your relationships your business like everything evolves and shifts radically um, and so, yeah, it's my eight week program to guide women on that journey. Um, eight weeks, eight modules covering a range of topics. The first month is more um, healing focus. The second month is more like manifesting your power and your focus. But yeah, we cover lots of topics from um, worthiness, limiting beliefs. Um, healing your relationships, expressing your truth, tapping into your intuition, um, tapping into your feminine fire, your feminine energy, manifestation, creativity, passion and purpose. And, and I've kind of like, it's laid out in a really intentional journey. So each module like the, you're like it makes sense the way the modules are it's like a natural unfolding and a natural blossoming onto the next um and so yeah it's just it's like I I, I love it so much it's really really close to my heart because I've run it quite a few times now and the women just yeah have had such incredible transformations um and yeah I, I'm just I'm super passionate about it and as well like there's some incredible guests in the program. Um, and what I really love is that I've, I've been looking over it and doing some of the practices. So you get a, um, in each module, there's like a week, there's a recorded video, a workbook, a recorded practice, either a meditation or embodiment um, ritual. There are lots of playlists and there is also, um, you get live calls as well to support like the recorded content. And I've started to do some of the, like some of the practices and meditations again myself. And the powerful thing is this work never gets old. Nowhere in your journey are you like, I don't need that anymore. <laughs> I still need this work. I still need this work. And like, that is the power. It's like there to help you unleash and release this radiance within you. And then it's also there as like your tools for you to return to whenever you need it again. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love the name as well. Cause in my, in my mind, like the way that I imagine it, 
it's like you release your radiance but by doing that you attract so many other things if that yeah sense. absolutely like that's magnetism right when you're shining your light so brightly and you're just radiating this incredible energy you're you're attracting the things that you that you, there's a there's a actually a whole module on manifestation magic which goes over this this concept that actually a big part of manifestation is self-love um, and that's often like not spoken about enough like the self-love piece in manifestation because when you are feeling so worthy so lit up so radiant in your own skin you become like magnetic to the things that you're calling in you don't even need to do too much just you being in your like radiance is magnetic for whatever it is your soulmate the partner you're calling in your 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 clients if you have a business um and so yeah I love that that image came through for you too <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sharing I don't think there's anything else that I want to um, add to that. Hmm. But if there's anything else that you'd like to share, feel free. Ah, I think just uh, just a little reminder that you being you is like the greatest gift that you can give to the world. And you allowing all parts of you to be present and to be welcome is like one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself. You know, you don't need to cover up parts of who you are. Um, all of you is welcome. Mm. And so, yeah, I'll just leave that little reminder. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much.